Hey, gems. It's your girl, Chantel the Gem herself. Um, this episode is probably going to be a little triggering, a little sad for some of y'all. You know, I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it a buck from the beginning. Um, today we are going to be talking about breakups and uh, what it looks like to do, you know, what's necessary for you. But, you know, we're just going to navigate, navigate some thoughts real quick. All right. So, um, let's start off with doing what's right for you is never wrong. Doing what's right for you is never wrong. Okay. Sometimes in situations, they just run their course. Okay. They run their course. Um, they ran their course and you just not catching up to the fact that the course has ended. Right. You a little behind. Um, but yo, I want to I want to kind of talk about grieving that process, right? So Man, there's just so many different ways my brain is going with this. So I'm going to I'm going to try and make sure that this doesn't sound rambled or sound like it's all over the place. So just kick kick it with your girl for a little minute and I promise you at the end I will tie it up with a bow or hand you a spoon, okay? I promise. First things first, doing what's good for you, doing what's right for you is never wrong, right? So let's talk about how that, what that is. So when you are making moves for yourself throughout your life and when they include relationships, whether that is romantic, platonic, friendship, situationship, um, thing on the side, whatever you call it, okay, whatever it is, when it comes to doing what's right for you, in that predicament in that relationship there is never a wrong way to go even if you are in a situation or relationship that you feel like okay now this is an internal feeling this is an opinion really you feel like should be able to last the test of time well the universe sent you a new test you guys didn't pass time to let it the fuck go um (laughs) relationships are here to help you along your journey right now i grew up with the millennials right where we were foon um spoon fed i was about to say foon sped jesus chantel spoon fed um you know that person's with you forever long um long marriages uh cinderella uh you know beauty and the beast snow white you know like we we got fed some real sexist (laughs) um crap honestly romantic like it was just you know and i don't mean to say this um and it sounds pessimistic I'm a hopeless romantic myself, okay? Um, So by no means take this as a diss if you feel like it may be. I promise you it is not. I'm a hopeless romantic myself, but I'm telling you that part of me being a hopeless romantic is the crypt that we grew up on, right? The music, the, the movies, the, you know, just the content that we were fed, right? Um, through media and, you know, all of those outlets when in real life, a good bit of us were raised by single, single parent homes, right? Normally it was moms, right? So even though we were being fed 
all of this different stuff through media, through music, through, you know, just everywhere we went in reality in life with mom, it was really just one person, right? So we were, we were getting, you know, fed that, you know, relationships last forever. And, you know, when you find that one, that one, then, you know, it's going to be, you know, up and stuck. When reality, we, a lot of us never really saw that in real life, right? Um, I can speak for myself here and let you know that my mom, even when she was dating in relationships, they ended up not being things that I should probably look at for role models. You get what I'm saying? Like, and to end up being a hopeless romantic in a sea full of people who don't even know what romance is for real or intimacy anymore. It's a struggle out here in the streets, yo. <laughs> it's a struggle. I always end up in relationships. Well, previously, because we are no longer doing that. But I previously always ended up in relationships where people who couldn't reciprocate energy, romance, intimacy, because they don't know what it is. It's not because they are bad people. No. I attract good people, right? They're good at heart. They're just a genuine, loving people, right? It's just that they don't know how to operate in a relationship with another person because they don't know what it looks like to give love in a form that another person would understand, okay? I have dated some really emotionally stunted individuals. And I'm not going to say that that, you know, on any part of my own that I wasn't included with being in that emotionally stunting, you know, playground. Obviously, I attracted these people or I thought that where they were was okay at that time. Um, So if anything, you know, I was also included. I will say, though, throughout my time of dealing with different individuals, I have grown and learned um, probably more than I can say that they did from situations because of the ability to have such an open mind and to look at things as if everything happens for a reason. And, um, you know, it's up, it's stuck. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I, I look at myself as if I may be here just to show you this book title. We don't ever know really what someone's journey is in comparison to another. So if I'm in your life, And, you know, I introduced you to, you know, making hot chocolate with creamer, then that could be, honest to God, my, like my purpose in your life. It doesn't say that my purpose is to bring you, you know, an ultimate unfolding of um, astrology and, you know, all the other things that I am very passionate about and could very much so bring to the table for you and have you introduce to these things and be in your life forever. It's just to say that we never know what our stories, how our stories actually affect another and what our purpose is in another story. Um, so since I'm aware of that, I don't typically like to overstay my welcome, right? Um, now, okay. Now, not previously, previously your girl was staying until, you know, 
we was limping down the aisle, y'all. We was limping. But I learned the hard way that my purpose in your life, when the time is up, the time is up. And I no longer want to force my position in people's lives. Now, with that being said, yes, that obviously brings about breakups. It brings about separations. Um, Why? Why does it do that? Well, because, you know, like I said, my story and your story together parted. When a main character in their book meets another sub-character, say, walking down the hallway in school, we don't worry about the fact that that character doesn't show back up until four chapters later. We just be like, oh, shit, that was cool. They traded notes one time and they kept going. You get what I'm saying? I think we spend way too much time romanticizing and like putting all of the extra stuff onto relationships and interactions. I am cosmic energy. I am divine. I am within the light. You get what I'm saying? So when I am interacting with people, I try my hardest to not over romanticize it and to just let it be what it is. Um, now with that being said, of course, I have caught myself up into damn near. This is it. This is it. I've been proposed to and have proposed to. Okay. I love love. Oh my God. It's such a beautiful thing to me. I love love. Um, so I have caught myself up in a couple situations. Now, talking to my therapist today, um, and we were talking about grieving said situation. Um, and she let me know that grief can look like what you want it to, right? It doesn't have to be two bottles of wine and a pint of ice cream on the couch watching Lifetime. It doesn't have to, okay? Um, it doesn't have to be you bawling out in the middle of the floor, you know, curled up underneath the cover with snotty tissues everywhere. That's not what it has to look like. Grief could just be you sitting down and taking stock. And the fact that you had a situation that did not go the way that you would have liked it to. But you're happy for the experiences. And you're happy for the moments that you had. But you're also very grateful and just happy for what's to come. You get what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't have to be all snotty nose, you know... Chucky, you know, from Rugrats type, like, crying. Like, it could literally just be damn. I really wanted that to work. But I understand now why it could have never worked. And I'm just really thankful for the experiences and for the bond that I had in that situation. Um, and for who I came out to be on the other side of that. Now, what I'm going to go through coming, you know, to, um, or what's coming to me, sorry, y'all, um, is going to be worth everything I just went through. And I'm going to be able to handle whatever that is 10 times better because I can say that through everything that I was just going through, all the hoops I just hurtled through, all the rings of fire that I just, you know, jumped through. And still had the hair on my back. Still had the clothes on my back. Like, I'm going to always be straight. I'm going to always be okay. Because I understand that what's to come is always better than what left. You get what I'm saying? So, 
when it comes to mourning, when it comes to picking you, when it comes to understanding that some people just can't fit what you need, you know, what you need out of life. That doesn't mean that they're bad people. That just means that they're a bad fit for you. Um, and I, I will tangent on this just a little bit. Not everybody who comes into your life is a romantic, you know, is a romantic option. Like, I also feel like this generation very much so always wants to date, date, date. Yo, friends are cool too. This is why it's so hard to make friends. Everybody thinks that you're coming into their life to fuck or to date. Nah, I just want to go get coffee every once in a while, my G. Like, I don't want to. That's not always the case. Not everybody has romantic aspirations when they come into your life. Some people just want to make sure you're straight. That is a thing. Some people just want to be a friend. They just want to be around. They just want to have you in their life because they feel like you're dope. They don't necessarily want to, you know, ride it like a rodeo. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's it's not always like that. And... I think a lot of people need to, like, chill. <laughs> Sometimes you meet people just to meet them and create bonds that, you know, as friends. I can't tell you how many friends I... Real friends. And I, I, I gush about my circle all the fucking time, yo. But the people that I have, it took me so long to get to the point to have a circle of people in my life at the quality and the caliber that I'm at. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't tell you that I had this circle two years ago. I couldn't. Some of them, yeah. Some of them been with me since, you know, a minute. (laughs) But the way that I interact with my friends and the way that they accept me for the me that I am and the me that I'm growing into is beautiful to me like I love my friends my circle is dope and I can never gush about them too much you feel me um because they don't expect me to do things that I wouldn't do they don't expect me to you know talk to them every moment of every day they don't expect me to you know want to go do something every day like now granted of course if they want to meet up or they want to chat or they want to interact I'm always down for the ride always but they don't just expect me to do it. You feel what I'm saying? Like, they don't expect me, and I don't expect them, and that's how it works. You feel what I'm saying? It's like we all move similarly. We're all kind of loners for real, but we enjoy each other's company. We can be alone together sometimes. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't always have to be what it's not, and that's why I enjoy my people. And the fact that I have people like me in my life lets me know that when it comes to love interest and when it comes to romance and intimacy and all of that, there's another person like me who is out there for me. I don't need to settle for someone who won't reciprocate. I don't need to settle for someone who won't communicate. I don't need to settle for someone who doesn't feel like I'm worth choosing every day. You feel what I'm saying? So with all that being said, y'all, Okay, I'm going to hop off my little horse. Y'all know how I get. I get, you know, coachy. I get preachy. But it's because 
a lot of the things that we go through and a lot of things that we we deal with on a regular basis like people be so wrapped up in like the unreal is what I call it the the media the the posting the personas and instead I'm more so down here on earth right y'all up there in the clouds and I'm down here looking at the clouds like damn that's pretty but y'all can't even see the sky for real because y'all in the sky y'all looking down here like damn it's so beautiful down there and I'm looking up there like damn it's so beautiful up there now don't get me wrong at any minute I can go up there but I choose to be down here I choose to be down on earth I choose to be on this plane and I do that why because the people that I enjoy the energies that I love are here with me on this plane and the ones that I've lost and that I no longer have access to are up there on the other plane but I can get to them on this plane Hopefully that ain't go over y'all heads. I'm a spiritual being, so hopefully that made sense to y'all. But the point of the matter is doing what's right for you is never wrong. And I really hope that y'all take that. Don't let that go over y'all heads. Doing what's right for you is never wrong. Um, I'm going to leave y'all with, you know, a, little, a couple of stories here. So I was watching... The street poet on TikTok, right? Which she is one of the reasons why I became a coach myself. Um, I absolutely adore her entire being. You feel me? Like anytime she speaks, yo, I'm listening. Okay. She put a video out, which I put it on my on my Instagram, y'all. That was like, some of y'all gonna lose the people that really fuck with you, trying to act like you don't care who fuck with you pretty much was the premise of what she said now of course she said it a lot more elegant and it was a lot more like you know you trying to be nonchalant moving like you don't care if they stay and they gonna end up leaving right now she said it a little bit better you feel me but the purpose is i don't know when it became cute to act like emotions were contagious or something that you can't afford to fucking feel but that's not cute my g that's toxic that is a red flag that is trauma that is all of those things that is you need to do shadow work shadow work journal on amazon by the way still there still very much so producing uh very grateful for those who have already purchased but you know if you have this issue where you feel like emotions are something that you can't tap into you might want to go ahead and cop that shadow work journal okay lighting up the dark on amazon you're very welcome um anyway back to the the task at hand so people acting like they can't feel their emotions or they can't tap into their emotions or like it's just you know it's contagious or whatever the fuck to feel i am weary of y'all for real that that shit to me is unnatural now i granted i know that most of you have become that way over time because of your um, you know, surroundings or the people that you had to interact with on a daily basis, but we've grown now. Let's let's pick up a shovel, start digging up whatever the hell that is, start earthing unearthing it, and like 
you know, take it the fuck out and plant new seeds. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's time to grow something beautiful and something that's not as dark and melancholy and just, like, irritating. Like, yo, as someone who has always been in tune with their inner self, coming across people, which I always attract these type of people, but coming across people who can't, who aren't in tune with their emotions, yo, blows me every time. And I always feel like, always had felt like, oh, I can help you understand how to do this. Oh, that's my purpose, is me showing you how to love. Meanwhile, I'm draining myself and I'm hurting myself because you don't know how to do it. And I know you don't know how to do it, but I'm expecting reciprocity. You get what I'm saying? So it goes into a circle of me just constantly giving and giving and giving and you having nothing in return to give because you don't know how to do it which is the reason why I was giving it in the first place but now all of a sudden it's starting to hurt a little bit I'm starting to I'm starting to drain myself because there's nothing coming back and I'm looking at you like well why you don't know how to love me now I'm showing you how to do it well we kind of answered our question there didn't we Man, this was a good little rant for me. I think I needed to get a good bit of that, if not all of it, off my chest. Um, And hopefully, whoever is hearing this, I'm assuming that you had to hear it or you needed to hear it. You feel what I'm saying? Like, um, this is one of those, I don't know who needed to hear this type moments, right? That's what this whole podcast is. I don't know who needed to hear this, but... Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Alright, well, question of the day, y'all question of the day have you ever had to choose yourself and what did you learn from that situation right what did you learn from the situation where you had to choose yourself do you remember why you chose yourself in that situation did you forget and now you're doing what you said you wouldn't do anymore you feel what I'm saying? Like, did you relapse? Did you relapse? Are you doing some dumb shit? Right? Well, y'all know the affirmation is and will continue to be until I find something that hits me as hard. I am in the timeline of my highest good, my deepest desires, and my ultimate fulfillment. This is Chantel the Gym herself. Thank you for another episode of Kink and Tell with Chantel the Gym. Um, that's a wrap, y'all. I love you so much. Thank you for being here with me as always. Um, back to this lingerie and to this store and to class. Um, you know, your girl over here jigging. We got things to do. Um, I see you on Thursday. I love y'all. Bye. Oh, thank you.